You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the Brand Builders Podcast brought to you by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and Aaron Madri, who is from Carolina Bride Magazine. And there's a, okay, when you're getting married, it's a day of many girls, even some guys, they dream about their entire young lives. And even if they don't, it's a usually a day that takes a lot of work and a lot of planning. Um, and it can be stressful. I can definitely tell you that. Now, one local resource that tries to help you out with that and has been here to help for a very long time with their stories, tips, and inspiration is Carolina Bride. And they've got a brand new boss, if you will. <laughs> and we are lucky to have her here on the Brand Builders Podcast. So thank you and welcome, Aaron. Well, thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. Yeah, great intro, Brian. Thank you. And thank you, Aaron. I know. We're anytime pre- I can be called boss, I'm like, yeah. The yeah, boss. Yeah, we like that. <laughs> the big boss. <laughs> the big boss. <laughs> well, so yeah, you've, you've been a writer for a while and mm-hmm. including many articles for Carolina Bride Magazine. Um, and now like, we want to know kind of what it's like to step into the lead role of this deal. Yeah, it's... Um, you know, kind of when I got the call to be um, editor for Carolina Bride, it was over Thanksgiving. Um, so I was with my family and ended up crying in front of everybody. And they're like, what happened to you? And I'm like, amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good cry. It's a good cry. Yeah. We, you know, we'll take the good cries. Um, no, it's, it's, it's something very different because I've worked with editors, um, whether um, it's been in local publications or um, some national publications. Um, so I've had some great experiences with editors. So getting the opportunity to step into that role um, was definitely something that I was like, oh, I have to do this. And and I'm very fortunate that I had editors and mentors that helped um, kind of prepare me for it. But it's it's very different, um, but I love it. And it's a challenge, and, and that's what it's all about. Absolutely. Well, congratulations. Thank you. That, that sounds very exciting. So, like, how does that change your your day-to-day? Like, what exactly mm-hmm. are, are you the one writing? Are you just in charge of what gets published or – what does that entail? Everything. Um, and forgive my ignorance. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. It's not ignorance. It's asking a question that hasn't been answered yet. Um, so I think, so when I uh, received the offer, was like I said, over Thanksgiving, and I officially took over the position on December 1st. Um, well, I get in and I realize that we have an issue that we have to put to bed and put to print by December 23rd. And I got in and there had been a couple articles written here and there, but nothing. So my first issue, which I think will always be known as my baby, um, the our January, our winter issue, um, I wrote pr- pretty much the entire issue. And um, and that included even, you know, picking, you know, photos with my amazing creative director, Tracy Stafford, over with the um, with the Observer, since Carolina Bride is part of um, Charlotte Observer magazine group. Um, you know, Tracy and I together, the two of us picked out photos, um, picked the weddings. Um, I wrote about all the weddings, all the engagements, wrote articles. Um, luckily, from my background, um, I had friends that were freelance writers who I knew could turn an amazing piece of work out in a limited amount of time. So I was able to use those resources. And, you know, we put together what I think is a really um, great issue and starting kind of the future of Carolina Bride and um, and kind of some of the ways that we're changing it. And so um, now having a little bit more time with this next issue, because we're our quarterly, um, you know, really was able to reach out to contributing writers. Um, we have a two photo shoot styled shoots that we're working on, was able to work with a um, reach out and work with different photographers. 
um, you know, fashion stylists, different brands that we work with, brands that we want to work with. Um, so it's been nice to have a little bit more of time to play, if you will, versus, you know, the last issue, um, the January issue, which is on stands now, um, to, you know, put your head down and, and really churn out work. And so, which was fun because I'm a, I'm a workhorse. Um, but, you know, this one, you know, it's kind of fun to see, like, being a little bit more creative. Um, like, we are doing a photo shoot with Opera Carolina, um, and we are going to be at the Blumenthal. Um, and we are other than, you know, shows or um, the Symphony or Opera Carolina and different organizations that work with the Blumenthal, we're the first organization to go on stage, take pictures. So that's kind of we're setting a precedent of, you know, asking the question, hey, can we can we use your set? Because they're having Opera Carolina has an opera coming out uh, later on this month. And so that's where it's been really fun is just kind of pushing the envelope a little bit more than what we've done in the past and then also realize that it's pushing the envelope of what Charlotte Publications have done so far. And how does that tie in to the, to the bride, so to speak? To uh, the bride. Um, yeah. Well, we've just realized, you know, Carolina Bride, um, which I really enjoy, um, is it's a, it's a magazine for either people that are getting married, hoping to get married, have been married, friends of the bride, you know, maid of honors, matron of honors, mother of the bride, mother of the groom. So there's a wide audience of people that read it. And some people just want to look at the pretty pictures and want to see the fashions because, you know, wedding dresses by nature can tend to be a little bit more intricate and exciting, um, you know, with all the, the beads and the lace and things like that. So it is really a fashion magazine in a lot of respect. Um, so people are picking it up for different reasons. So we realized we need to appeal to all of our audiences. And that includes those who want the tips and tricks and planning for weddings or, um, you know, the ones who just want to open it up and see just incredible fashion from local boutiques or local designers um, and get that experience as well. So that's what we're, we're, we're going for and working towards is really um, identifying the Carolina bride I don't want to always say um, woman because we do have men that read it as well. Um, but the Carolina Bride um, reader, essentially. And and they want to see these just really elaborate um, photo shoots. And so we're working towards giving it to them. That's excellent. You you mentioned, um, you know, well, not mentioned. There, everybody's after the perfect wedding. Mm -hmm. You know, I, when when we got married, we had the the magazine right in front of us. And my wife's looking through everything. And like, I want this. I want that. I want this. And it was it was amazing. You probably learned a lot from that, um, but how do you decide who you put in to your magazine, mm -hmm. and how do you kind of create that perfect wedding as a resource for people who want to be your reader and see that and go, oh my goodness, like look where they had their wedding or look at that dress. So how do you how do you come up with that? Like where's the thought behind that, and and how do you choose which brides uh, you put into the magazine? Yeah, that's a great question because, um, you know, we're really lucky where sometimes we'll identify photographers that we've seen their work. I'm I'm a stalker of Instagram. So if anybody's a photographer out there, I might be looking at you, <laughs> not in a shady way, looking for business. Um, but we have a lot of photographers that submit to us or brides that submit to us. But really, it's trying to find um, something different for each audience, you know, something that's maybe a little bit more rustic for somebody who wants... Um, kind of a, a non-traditional, not married in a church wedding. Um, you know, our most recent issue, we had um, interracial couples, um, and we also had couples of different religions. So it's trying to find that balance of um, one of our weddings, Jasmine and Stephen, um, she is Muslim and he is Catholic. 
So they ended up doing two ceremonies. Um, and the pictures were just very neat. And it was very true to like, you know, traditional Catholic mass ceremony for wedding. And then, um, which I thought, thought was very interesting because I've never been to a Muslim wedding before, mm-hmm. but kind of their traditions. And that was very neat to see. So when we look at pictures now, it's trying to, again, figure out who's our reader, who's this going to target. And there's no one cookie cutter bride. And so we want to make sure there's different opportunities. Like if someone has, you know, six figures to blow on their wedding, we want to give them a six figure wedding so they can see how somebody else did it. If someone wants to do it on a shoestring budget, but have it very sentimental, we want to give that to them as well. Um, And also we're looking at couples. um, We do feature LBGTQ couples. We're um, a, a diverse magazine because we have a diverse audience. Um, we don't always do a bride that's a size two. Um, sometimes we have weddings where the bride is six foot two and the groom is five, seven. So, you know, there's just different things where we don't, there's no norm. And, and we're trying to make sure that our readers aren't necessarily cookie cutters. So we want to make sure what we're showing them isn't, but we want to give them, we want to help them dream and we want to help them see, you know, whether it's having an elaborate cake or crazy flowers, um, that anything is possible. And if they've thought about it, it can happen. Is your, is your magazine a for sale magazine or is it, I mean, do people purchase, mm-hmm. uh, forgive me, because there are a lot that are on the shelves that are paid for through sponsors or advertisers or however. Yeah, we are um, actually both. Okay. Um, we are actually both. And that's, um, you know, something uh, that we are in like South Park Mall. Uh, we're in North Lake Mall on the Belk near the registry. Um, we're in a lot of the Barnes and Nobles, um, uh, Harris Teeter's. And most of it is when you grab it off the racks at like South Park Mall, those are complimentary. But because of our agreements with certain vendors that have it, there is a charge in some areas. Um, But something we're also looking into is um, starting possibility of subscription. Because as being Carolina Bride, we're not Charlotte Bride, we're Carolina Bride. And we feature weddings from the tip of, you know, North Carolina all the way down to the, the tip of South Carolina. Um, and we know that our audience, um, you know, as we're trying to spread our distribution as we continue to grow, because the publication is growing um, because of the reach, um, that we're trying to look at other ways to be creative where somebody who might be in, um, you know, Aiken, South Carolina, and may not be near a Harris Teeter that that sells um, our publication or that uh, is a newsstand that has it where you can grab it, of how do we get it to them Um, because that's one of the biggest things we hear is how do I get your publication? How do I get your publication? And, you know, we even had, I had a request, uh, yesterday from someone in Miami to start a a subscription of the publication, um, because they're like, this is a very different wedding magazine that I've seen. Um, and we've had people from California, um, that have asked about it as well. Yeah. And, and that makes me realize the power of reach and the power of building something that doesn't have to be city specific. And, and I think that's one thing I really enjoy about Carolina Bride is that it's not just Charlotte specific. It's, it's two states that we are focusing on. Um, but we also do, you know, destination weddings and travel weddings as well. Um, so it, it's, it's, that's part of it. It's kind of fun talking about the brand because I'm getting into this right now. Um, but really looking at a product that resonates with more than just one metro area. Well, it's cool too because it seems like there are a lot of areas in South Carolina and North mm-hmm. Carolina that are actually destination areas, such mm-hmm. as Charleston or the Highlands or so the Outer be. Banks or Wilmington. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be diverse in featuring a mountain wedding or mm-hmm. a beach wedding or a Charleston wedding or Charlotte wedding, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like, that's, that's the fun part because then you get to see where everybody so you picked. Get all kinds of, yeah, you yeah. get all kinds of exposure. That's really cool. 
Yeah, thank you. We think so. Yeah. So you guys, you've learned a lot, and you and you're an expert in this field. And I can only imagine this industry how it's changed in the last twenty years. You know, what would be a, a solid piece of advice for for brides or or even guys, you know, that are planning their wedding nowadays? And because I'll be the first one. We did it two years ago, and it's unbelievable mm -hmm. how many options of flowers and how many options of venues. I mean, it's incredible. Food, that's a prime example. Start with start there. That mm -hmm. could take three months just to decide. So what is some of your advice now being in the industry, seeing how it's changed? And and I guess t tell us what would make it the easiest for someone to plan their <laughs> wedding in 2018? Oh, the secret. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, I really think, you know, the couple who is getting married, I think one of the most important things you can do is sit down together and say, what's important? You know, do we want a church wedding? Do we want Uncle Tom or Uncle Jim or Jim Bob or, you know, whatever to marry us? Um, you know, what does it mean to get them ordained so that it can be legal? Because um, we want we want weddings legal, people. Um, <laughs> it gets awkward if you find out yeah. a few years down the road that it didn't, didn't that it wasn't count. legal. That, that didn't count. That Jim Bob wasn't ordained. Doesn't count. Do over. Mulligan. Um, don't mulligan your wedding. Um, <laughs> Could be good in some cases. <laughs> Could be like, great. Hey, hey, was Jim great. Bob ordained? He wasn't? He I'm wasn't? Okay, sweet. We don't have to go through all that process. Um, no, but I really think that you know, what I've told to brides, to grooms, um, whether they are, you know, man and man and woman, woman and woman, man and man, you know, sit down with each other and, and look at each other and say, what is really important to you? You know, are you a, I want the big wedding type of person or are you, I want something really intimate and small for the ceremony and then maybe have a blowout for the reception. Um, so sit down and talk about that stuff because it's like you said, you can get so overwhelmed with, well, you need flowers and you need, are you going to get a DJ? Are you getting the band? You know, are you going to get married in the church? Are you going to get married under a tree? You know, all these different things that can come at you and everybody has an opinion. Oh, well, you need to use this photographer or, oh, don't get your dress here. You need to get your dress here and different things like that. And it's, I think it's the most important thing is sit down and be like, do you want pretty flowers or do you want to spend a lot of money on incredible food and, you know, maybe bring in not just a bartender, but a mixologist to make you a custom cocktail. We talked about this earlier. I'm yeah. a, I'm a former food and, well, I still am a food and beverage writer. Um, and, you know, that's something that would be important to me is to have, you know, great cocktails, um, amazing food and an incredible photographer, but everybody's different. And, but I think the most important thing is sit down from the get go before you start planning, before you start signing contracts and giving checks is saying, What's most important to us? And you mentioned uh, Instagram and you said you, you look at a bunch of different photographers mm -hmm. out there. Now, social media has probably changed your industry a lot. I know when we got married, I mean, it's almost like there's too many options out there. Google is like, uh, you know, you can pipe one thing and I'm sure you get pictures. I want this dress. Like, mm -hmm. well, that dress costs $25,000. Like, you're not going to be able to do that. Tell me, like, how has social media changed your career and this, in, I guess, strictly into the magazine has it been easier to, to get that reach? Has it been more difficult? How has that kind of changed the, changed the landscape of what you guys do? Yeah, I mean, I, I really think, I mean, you know, some people can say certain social media platforms are, are dying or dead, but it's it's not true, especially with what I've seen with the magazine so far of just, you know, taking the helms over um, with social media in, you know, a little less than, than two months, really. Um, but it really does do the reach. And it's, it's, 
Um, you know, you'll again, like you'll find photographers, you can find dressmakers. Um, we have, which I think a, a lot of people too also go to the big name boutiques, which are great because they're some of our sponsors and we love them. Um, <laughs> but there are also some incredible like solo designers here, um, like RCB Fashion and Noda. Um, Aaron does amazing work there and has made custom wedding dresses. And I found her because of Instagram and actually we're using her and, and um, we used her in the last issue and then we're using her in some of her creations in this one. So, um, you know, Instagram I think is really important and whether it's for me seeing the magazine start to grow and reach a broader audience and especially when we put up photos of real weddings and someone, you know, you tag the bride, it blows up and then all of a sudden Aunt Jane is, you know, suddenly joined Instagram so she can see some of the photos. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's Instagram's really been um, a vehicle for us to grow our reach. Um, Facebook too. Um, Twitter is always interesting because, um, you know, it's kind of like a shot in the dark of who, who's reading this, who's getting this, unless you tag a bunch of people. But mm-hmm. Instagram and Facebook have, I mean, I've watched it blown up in, in the past couple of weeks since I took over our social um, media platforms. And so it's getting us out there, but it's also allowing others to tag us and we see these photos and that's how sometimes you find incredible photographers and we want to share that with our brides and our grooms so they know who else is out there and um you know and it's it's you know with me personally um I was a marketing director and in PR and marketing but I did freelance writing and um was a contributing writer for years but I've been out on my own for two years and I've realized that that's how people started finding out about me and my writing um, you know, you post it on Facebook and I was just posting it because I was like, well, maybe somebody will read it mm-hmm. or putting a picture up from it on Instagram. Well, maybe someone will like this. Um, never doubt what social media can do for your brand and for whether it's your personal brand or whether it's the brand of the business that you're working with and trying to grow. And that's a great point. And I think we focus on that as well Is it's not so much about how many likes you're going to get, but it's mm-hmm. really the content that you put out there. Um, and if you can, from a magazine, I, I, I mention this a lot. We do a lot of branding with books, mm-hmm. right? And it's like books are making a comeback because there's something just it makes you feel good when you're actually reading a book and you're flipping those pages. And I feel like that would be the same thing with the magazine. Although everything is going virtual these days, there's still something nice about having that magazine and being able to flip through it and seeing full color pictures. Um, so do you see like, do you think that's something that even in the next couple of years, more people are still going to want that printed uh, or are they focusing more on the, you know, the read it on a Kindle or read it on mm-hmm. your, your iPad? That's a great question. Um, I think there's still market for print. Um, and especially with Carolina Bride, um, you know, people because, you know, there's options with where if we put things on our website, people tag it or, or pin it to Pinterest if they're looking at something. But you know, there's something about holding it and like flipping through and getting to see the cakes and getting to see everything. Um, because, you know, a lot of our advertisers, when they put their ads in, it's their best ad. So it may not necessarily be a part of our wedding that we put on our website or on social media, but they have these ads that people are like, I want that cake. I want those flowers. People want to see it and they want to touch it. And especially if you're featured in it, I've seen people send us pictures where it's like I framed our, the issue and they'll like cut the picture of the, the cover and then have their spread in this beautiful, um, you know, frame that they have on their wall now. Um, so, I mean, I think there's still a market for that where people still like with books or with, with magazines and especially with Carolina Bride, um, people want to see it, touch it. And, um, you know, if they're in it, they want to um, have it as a memento. What's your distribution like when you when you guys go to print every mm-hmm. quarter? Uh, how many are you printing and sending out? 
all over the Carolinas. Oh, goodness. If you can answer that, I'm not sure if that's... We are between you know. ten and 20,000. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a big reach. It is. So, and so. I'm hoping to get it more, though. Well, you mentioned <laughs> earlier. Yeah, well, let's get you an earlier. That's like, right. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ambitious. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are doing a great job in putting it out there and, and really representing your sponsors well and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And you mentioned that folks are starting to come to you wanting to advertise versus the hard sell to try to get people to advertise mm-hmm. and that transition. It sounds like it's because of content and your reach and, and all of that. Um, but I, I've just always been curious on, on what makes a magazine tick and how, you know, is it first sale or is it sponsor driven or, or advertiser driven, that kind of thing. So, yeah, um, I like to say we're bride driven. Bride yeah. driven. <laughs> there you go. That um, makes sense. Yeah, but no, that, that, that's, that's you know your always, audience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Know your audience. I mean, it's, I think that's something that's important is especially with magazines, especially publications, because some people will be like, you know, print is dead. It's not true. Um, but I think first and foremost is you have to have a balance of great content, because if you have good content, if you have incredible pictures, if you have something that resonates with an audience and people want to read it and be a part of it, that's going to be the best sell you ever have to bringing in, you know, potential vendors and advertisers or just even partnerships with new um, photographers or stylists and, and, and speaking for my magazine for specifically. Um, but that having, um, you know, all those components together, it's like you said, you know, sometimes we're having or a lot of times we're having people approach us about starting a, a, a partnership or having a relationship. But um, I'm very proud of our our magazine and that we're we're very balanced where we do have the support of sponsors and advertisers, but we know our brand and we know who our Carolina Bride reader is. And we want to stay true to them because that that person is the one that has, you know, been keeping the publication going for over 20 years. I'm curious a little bit, too, about the uh, internal side. Like, I'm sure your day to day is so deadline driven. Like you mentioned earlier, you you came in and things were a little behind in December. But yet that was all for a January publication. Mm-hmm. How close is that? Like, OK. Is it today and then goes into print tomorrow? I mean, is it that quick of a turn uh, each quarter for you all? Hopefully it will not be that yeah, quick yeah, this you're, time. Yeah, you're trying to change that, I'm sure. I'm trying to change that. Give us a little bit of time so we can play and kind of get the layout and stuff ready. Because, you know, when we had December 1st to December 23rd, that included all writing, that included all the weddings, finding the engagements, who's going to be on cover, what is the cover, and doing the images. entire layout, everything, images, everything, content. Um, it was wild. I will say that on December 23rd, we submitted everything at um, around between 3.30 and 4 o'clock at Friday, and I hopped a flight, and I was at the airport at 6 o'clock um, to go home for the holidays. Uh, well, Christmas <laughs> Day was Monday yeah. after that. Yeah, that was kind of wild. I, That's I'm, tight. I'm, <laughs> But you know what? Trial by fire. If you can do your first, that's why I will always refer to as my baby. Um, If you can have that experience the first time and get it done and sit there and still be like, that was a lot of fun. Like, that was fun. But I never want to do it again. But that was a lot of fun. (laughs) Um, And then you can look and and start planning for the next one. So You know what you're capable of. Yeah, Yeah, but I'm not going to be like at the last minute anymore. (laughs) That was it for me. (laughs) So I I got a quick question, and and this is kind of in the, the changing kind of culture that we live in with millennials. Like Mm -hmm. what have you seen as millennials start to grow up and they're getting old enough to get married? What is it? What is changing in your industry? Are they after 
a different type of wedding or style of wedding than ever before. And what do you think you're going to have to do in your magazine to change to continue to attract those people? Because obviously you're kind of in like a range of, of who your demographic is mm-hmm. and who gets married. Uh, and I'm sure that's actually getting a little bit bigger now. It seems it seems people are getting married a little bit older. But tell mm-hmm. me, like, from your demographic and changing the magazine, have you guys thought about that? Like, what are you doing from a research standpoint to be like, okay, what are millennials going to like when it comes to a wedding? Because I don't even know. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's what I've really tried to do is, is get out there and talk to people because I think that's the best way you can get information because somebody can hide behind a computer and do a survey and – they're, you know, sit there and want to finish it in a minute. And they're like, right. no, no, no. And you're like, that gave me nothing. <laughs> um, but when you get out and start talking to people, that's where you get the good stuff. Um, cool. And, you know, it's interesting when you say millennials because they're so very different right now is, is each generation has a different median age of getting married. And millennials we're starting to see are um, getting married a little bit later. Mm-hmm. You know, they're really focusing on the career. They're really focusing on travel and experiences and before they decide to fully commit. And plus, you know, this is going to be an interesting generation of, you know, it, and we've seen it with some of the the weddings we featured in our um, current issue that's out right now on newsstands, pick it up, mm-hmm. um, that a lot of the couples met on apps or a lot of the couples met online. So, you know, I think we featured 10 weddings and I want to say 60% of them, maybe even 70% of them. So seven out of 10, um, met either on an app or um, online or some kind of dating service. Wow. So yeah, it's, that's, I mean, that's an amazing, yeah. and from all a social different media ones, standpoint, yeah. that, that's incredible. And and um, all different ones. So I can't, you know, I, yeah. I can hear people being like, which one's the one? Is it, you know, oh, is it right. Tinder? Is it paying for, you know, eHarmony or whatever? It's across the board um, that we've seen, but it, it's definitely changing it up. And so, I mean, we're going to do more articles where we talk about those dating apps as dating sites because that's what our readers are interested in especially the ones that want to get married someday um and we've also seen it where it runs the gamut where people want um you know wear your mom's wedding dress something more traditional um and then others are like i want to wear a black wedding dress and do something very untraditional um so it's really just I'm trying to stay out there and and provide as much content as I can. And it's by interviewing people of different places in life, different ages, and and really sitting there because we don't have, like I said, one cookie cutter Carolina bride reader. Yeah. And and to be honest, we've been married for almost three years and my wife still watches Say Yes to the Dress at least once mm-hmm. a day. I, I mean, I think I know every wedding dress that's like being made right now. So if you need any help, everyone, <laughs> Brian Young, expert over here. Um, so <laughs> New service. Yeah, yeah thank you. probably looking for a vendor. <laughs> the, uh, uh, what, I know, yeah. wedding, wedding dress <laughs> consultant. <laughs> um, but Aaron, you mentioned that this is on new stands now. Mm-hmm. So everybody go ahead and get a, a copy of it. Tell us how they can follow you either on Instagram Facebook, your website, and then also, um, I'm assuming these are, are out in different gas stations and and books and or bookstores. Where where can you find it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 in a gas station? No, you currently at a gas station, but that could be another If you're a gas station and you want the Carolina Bride magazine, we can totally hook you up. Yeah, so we are on we're on all the socials. So we are on as Carolina Bride. And I think we're on Carolina Bride NC 
on Twitter and Instagram, but you can follow us, Carolina Bride. Um, we are on Twitter, Instagram. We are on Facebook. Um, we have our website, and we are um, in the process because we've now expanded further. So I'll be updating that with all the locations you can find us. But I will say, um, if you're looking for it, um, especially if your listeners right now are in Charlotte area, we are in a lot of the Barnes and Nobles, um, Harris Teeter, um, South Park Mall, and multiple locations. We're near the Belk Registry um, in the Belk store, and then out on the actual mall in North Lake. We're also at Belk. Um, at the registry. Those are kind of two of our big ones right now. And we're going to keep growing and expanding. Going to get to 50. So much better than a gas station. Much everyone. better than a gas station. But we love <laughs> gas stations, especially gas station fried chicken. <laughs> this is true. That is one thing Charlotte's got. Well, Aaron, thank you so much for, for coming on our, our Brand Builders podcast. It's been a pleasure to get to know you a little bit more and learn about Carolina Bride. And, uh, and we look forward to following your journey as you continue to kind of be the boss of this entire magazine right the boss boss lady thank you so much aaron (laughs) thank you you. thank you this was fun thank you you've been listening to the brand builders podcast brought to you by the dunston group with your host scott dunston and brian young for branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last check out the dunston group at dunstongroup.com